0: Hi there, this is Nellie, and welcome to my new podcast called Rays of Hope. For those of you who followed me before, you know that I've tried doing different podcasts and started and stopped and started and stopped. Well, I'm back again, so hi! Today is January 31st, 2022. I can't believe... I was born in 1958, so it's hard for me to imagine that we're in 2022 at this moment. But here we are. I was inspired to restart a podcast because um, about a week ago, many of you have heard that a freedom convoy of truckers got together and from every corner of Canada have joined forces, and have come to hunker down in Ottawa, the capital of our nation. None of us saw this coming. I I read that the idea for this was born, uh, I believe in a kitchen table, by a few truckers on January 15th. And here we are. For those of you who don't know, There's currently approximately, nobody knows the exact number, but nobody thinks there's an exaggeration if we say that there's 50,000 trucks, the big rigs, that have uh, come to Ottawa demanding the end of all of the mandates. Now, there's a lot of confusion around this because what happened not that long ago is that Trudeau, he imposed on the... Truckers who do uh, cross the Canada US border that the truckers who were not vaccinated would not be allowed to cross. And then, working hand in hand with Biden, it was deemed that the American guys couldn't come over if they're not vaxxed. There's some rules around that, but that's basically the gist of it. And so, already there's pressure on. Uh, supplying everybody because there is already a shortage of truckers. And doing this just makes it worse, not only for the truckers, but for all of us, because I've learned a saying that they say, if you've got it, a truck brought it. So everything, single thing we have in our homes, at work, etc., at some point came in on a truck. So the rhetoric around this is that they're saying that it's a movement by the anti-vaxxers, and that's actually not the case. A lot of the truck drivers who came to the protest happened to be vaccinated. It's not an issue about vaxxed against non-vaxxed. That's what, since the beginning of this disaster two years ago. The governments of many countries have been trying to turn the people against each other, but Canada has done an incredible job through Justin Trudeau and François Legault in Quebec. I'm, I'm sure that's happening in other provinces, but these are the two that I personally witness. And it's spreading incredible hatred and anger within the populace, okay? However, when the truckers got together... And they were going to create a convoy. A miracle happened. An incredible miracle happened. It's as if... It's as if uh, the spell has been lifted. And we're witnessing this incredible outpouring of love, of Canadians between Canadians, and we're getting a lot of love from many countries around the world. Now, living in Quebec, which is a mostly Francophone province, there's, since I've been born, there's always been um, some type of, not amongst everybody, trust me, but some factions, it was like the English against the French and the French against the English. And there's always been issues there, for example. And what I am seeing now, I can't even believe it, but I see it with my own eyes, is um, in French here in Quebec, uh, they often refer to certain Francophones who wanted Quebec to split away from Canada as separatists. And uh, they would never say that they're Canadian, and they wanted nothing to do with Canada. And now I see these guys, who would be quote-unquote called die-hard separatists, waving Canadian flags saying they want to work together with Canada and realizing that a lot of the stresses and hatreds, we were kind of indoctrinated into them. And people don 't we know who we know who 's trying to get us, and it 's not the English versus the French. We know who the common enemy is if i can if I can phrase it that way and it 's incredible to watch because it 's not just one it 's not just two of them it 's many of them all of a sudden they 're also going to protest in Ottawa, and they 're carrying maybe a Quebec flag, but they 're also carrying often a Canadian flag the 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 outpouring of love is beyond words i'm sure many of you have seen and some of you have may not have seen is when the convoy was coming how people were cheering them on on the sides of the road, on the overpasses, waving flags, giving them food, bringing them gifts, contributing to a GoFundMe page, which currently is about $9 million. In four days, they had raised $4 million. Basically, the amount is to cover the gas. Uh, of the truckers, and secondly is to cover food and lodging if needed, so they didn 't know how much money they would get, but I learned something incredible is that um, well, everybody knows Canada is extremely a vast country, and i 'm not saying ottawa's in the middle, but let 's just say it 's sort of kind of a little bit off from the middle that truckers coming from British Columbia who would drive to Ottawa and back home to British Columbia, the gas alone would be about $5,500. So it's an incredible amount of money that is needed for the gas. So there's currently a GoFundMe. There's also kinds of confusion as to whether it was frozen or it's going to be taken down. There, the organizers are reassuring us that they will be getting the funds not to spread those rumors, so far so good. So hopefully, but it just shows you how much the Canadian people wanted to support these guys, and gals. There's some women who are driving, of course. And it's like it's like the cavalry arrived. Um, I've been, it's the first time in two years that I feel so hopeful. Um, if you're like me, and you know what's happening, you know that there's... There was a great deal to despair about, and there still is. But nobody was showing up. The government is part of the problem in creating all this, you know. But then we came to see that unions weren't stepping up for anybody. Business associations weren't stepping up for for anybody. The medical associations weren't stepping up for anybody. The teachers' unions were not stepping up for the kids. So it was like... Okay, <laughs> you know, what do we do? And then here come the truckers. And so I think something in me changed. And I'm, it changed me forever because it really, really, really showed me to remember that in a split second, out of the blue, everything can change. Everything can change because Canada was looked at as so beaten down, like Australia. I don't know if you guys are following what's happening in Australia. But, um, you know, basically the government says jump and we all say how high. All of our, many of our rights have been taken away. Uh, some people don't realize we're never going to get them back. You give it away often, you have to fight to get it back. So, you know, three weeks ago, nobody knew anything about the truckers. And now it's inspiring uh, convoys. It, they're trying to get one going in Australia. Europe is organizing as well. Apparently in the United States, they're organizing as well. And uh, these, these truck drivers carry a lot of, um, you know, um, there's a lot of strength behind them because everything's based on trucking. You know, you can cripple everything by stopping the trucks from going. But the beauty of this is it really doesn't appear to be anything like vaxxed against unvaxxed. It's all people unite. We don't care if you're vaxxed. That's your choice. If you are not vaxxed, that's your choice. But everybody has had it with the government measures that are endless, that are dystopian, that are driving people to suicide, that are, you know, splitting up families, destroying businesses, taking away childhoods. You know, you look at a little kid at four years old, half their life they've been in confinement, you know, and masked and don't play with this person, kid, and don't visit your grandparents and all these incredible, incredible restrictions that have been going around. I don't have to, that's no news to any of you, I'm sure. So because of the truckers movement, the convoy, that's why I decided to call this Rays of Hope. For the last two years, I've been uh, basically the bearer of bad news. I tried to inform people. Early on, I knew it was going on. I did my best to inform people. Friends and family, many turned away. Um, didn't want to hear what I had to say, didn't believe the information that I had. Many didn't even want to listen to it, uh, even discarding it before, before they'd hear it. I've been called a conspiracy theorist. Uh, and you know what? Now I wear that with pride. I wear that with pride. Because I know that all I was doing is, out of love, trying to share information so people would not get harmed. And I was also trying to inform people so we could rise up and prevent this mess from happening. Because as we all know, it's much harder to clean up a mess than to start cleaning it when it's you know just a few things here and there. So I, I guess I'm filled with hope. And I hope that those of you who are following what's happening with the convoy and encouraging them and doing what you can to support them is bringing you hope. And for those of you who aren't really aware of what's happening, I hope that this will bring you hope the more you learn about it. Because trust me, what is on the general news is not what's actually going on. There's, I've learned this, there's so many lies that are on the news, it's flabbergasting. And I've been able to have a friend... Because, for example, if I get information from credible sources um, and then I see how that's translated and the information is corrupted on the news, you come to see that if people are only watching the news, they're being filled with a lot of lies, false information and they're not getting to see a lot of other information that's out there. Now, through digging and digging and finding good people to follow and then going on different platforms, like Telegram, for example, which for now is not censored, so people can post things there, and you can get tons and tons and tons of information, whereas these same people, really, really good people, a lot of them doctors, scientists, researchers, regular people who... Who are well informed if they try and, f- and put that information on facebook it 's banned or their you know their pages are shut down and their YouTube videos are taken off and shut down so there's been a tremendous amount of censorship that's been going on but for example, in Ottawa where um, You know, they were being said that there's hundreds or a few thousand people. And it was actually estimated by different sources, one of them being Fox News. Not that I find them credible, but usually they tend to diminish the number of people. And according to their estimates, there was 1.5 million people. Somebody said that they spoke to the Ottawa police and they estimated it at 3 million people. Regardless, you just have to see the images. There was a heck of a lot of people there. In bitter, bitter cold, by the way. Because if some of you aren't familiar with the Canadian winters, it's brutal. It's brutal. And people were driving in minus 25, minus 30. And the people were on the roads cheering them on. In the freezing cold, sometimes waiting there for hours just so they could wave at the truckers going by. What an incredibly beautiful sight. I'm so happy, so, so happy to have experienced that. I cannot tell you. So I can't believe it's already 15 minutes, and I'm going to try and keep my, my podcast pretty short, hopefully not passing the 20 minutes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for gifting me with your time. I'm happy to be back here And I'm going to try and share less, well, I I like to inform. So if there's something going on, I'm going to try and inform. But I, I will also put a great effort into trying to see what can we do? Where can we can contribute? Because that's what's always going on in my mind too. What can I do that's... a you know, that I can afford to do, that my health can afford to do, you know, what is possible for me at this age and stage in my life, which is different than it would have been, let's say, 20 years ago, or so there's, there's things that we can do. So I'm hoping we're riding on this momentum, and that it's the beginning of a major change. I'm not delusional in thinking that everything's going to change right away, and that, We're going to be living in, you know, utopia after this. But I really, really see it as a start. And I can feel the love that's being sent all over the place. And it's absolutely beautiful. And that type of feeling is what I want to feel in this world that we're living in. And go further and further away from the darkness of the last two years and into a much kinder, um, friendly, um, community-based type way of living. So thanks again for your time. I'll see you soon. Bye.